Hello, anime people of the internet. We are here. We are back. This is episode 151 of your favorite anime podcast, Anime Double Play. I'm Mary. Great to see you folks back again for another episode. I know it's been a while. Um, I would like to say I have, we have been busy, but that's wrong. It's just Thomas. Thomas has been very busy. He's also been very lame. He's moved to Philly two weeks ago, so he's moving in. You know, he's on the stomping grounds again with his college buds, trying to, you know, live that adult life in his favorite city. But he also uh, hasn't watched any anime. So I am here. I have watched some anime, but I am not alone. I am here with, you know him, you love him, you have heard the voice before. This is Ganon Eleven. How's it going, man? It is going okay. I, too, have watched some anime. Yeah, I, uh... I've watched some anime. I've watched weird, like, and I've read some stuff. Nothing, like, within the season of sorts. Like, I'm just all over the place, but I'm still, I mean, I am a D-list anime professional, so I have to keep my resume up. Thomas is slipping. He's, like, a Q-list anime professional. We need to bump him back up. D-status. That's right. I mean, this season also kind of imploded, what with the whole coronavirus People, you know, yeah. delaying their works, putting them on hiatus and stuff. Yeah. So kind of understanding that you have to reach outside the season to watch some stuff. Yes. Also, for the safety of um, this podcast uh, during the coronavirus, usually Gannon and I record together because he lives four blocks away. We are not doing that. He is at his house and I am at mine. And this is actually our second time recording the first five minutes because our Internet kept going out. So let's hope this one works. You guys will know. Because the episode will exist. So, let's do it. Send us a message from the future and tell us it was worth it. Yes, appreciated. Um, so, something something we mentioned on the first one that we didn't mention here. Uh, did you did you say the episode number this I time? I did. I Did I? Yeah, I totally did. It's 151. And I just wanted to be the first to congratulate you on having one episode of anime for every Pokemon in the original generation of Pokemon, the video games. Woo! exciting you you made it this this achievement is really monumental 150 was nothing 151 that's where it hell is hell yeah hell yeah and since this is the second time around i'm not gonna tell my embarrassing anecdote about mew ask her about it in the discord nah let's get started <laughs> um so yeah uh been a while since we've talked to you how's your life in anime and games my life in anime is Pretty standard. Um, I will talk about games later. Um, as I mentioned earlier, this season kind of imploded. Um, a lot of the shows I was watching went on hiatus, just went on break, or are still coming up or are lagging behind. Um, so I think I mentioned before we had to restart. I've been watching Apari Ranman, or I had been. Uh, I watched those three episodes. I actually really liked the concept and what it was going for. And then it's on hiatus. Mm-hmm. I was watching Listeners. Which I think you mentioned you weren't as into. You kind of stopped paying attention to. Yes. I like it as a show where I can turn my brain off and just say, hey, look, that's Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Hey, look, that's that's Prince. And just like, it's a it's an homage to classic. Oh, oh. And I like Gannon, that. Gannon, do you smell that? It, uh, it smells a little like Teen Spirit. Yes! <laughs> uh... So, like, that show is fine, but also on hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching The Fruits Basket, but specifically The Dove. The Fruits so I know Basket. I have been watching The Fruits, the Basket. fruits Basket. 
Yes. Thank you. Uh, the Fruits Basket, well known as an anime. Yes. So I know the 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 subversion or the original version has been continuing to come out, but I watched the dub version for the first season, so I've been watching the dub this time as well. Um, and it's lagging behind a little bit. And man, Fruits Basket, I I still I'm you know thirty episodes in to Fruits Basket as a whole, and I still don't know what I think about it. It's I'm I'm very perplexed by this version of the anime just because I read the manga as a child and I don't know if it's just hitting me differently as an adult and it's not as effective or if there's something going on with this interpretation this adaptation that I'm not jiving with but um the emotional highs and lows and kind of the pacing aren't doing it for me as much as the books did and again it's not like I read Fruits Basket and reread and reread it. I think I've only read the whole thing once, but I've remembered the major plot points and it's always something I like look back on fondly. And I was so excited for this. But yeah, I also don't know how I feel about it, which is weird. I think the biggest thing for me is the pacing, like you mentioned. Like season one, I finally started to feel really positively about season one right at the end when kind of the the plot actually began existing. And really came to a high when you learned some stuff about Kyo. Yeah. And then, and so I was really excited for the second season. I was like, look at where we got to. We finally built a something. And then season two, it just kind of all evaporated. That plot is all, like, it's not gone. They didn't hand wave it away. We're just not talking about it. I think I watched the second, the the finale of season one twice. Like, oh, I love Kyo. And when he's like making up with his master, I was like, so cute. It is, a, it is a tearjerker. Like, when it's good, it's good. It's just, it feels like it's so seldomly good. And I don't think it's ever bad. It's just mediocre. Yeah. Uh. So, Fruits Basket, waiting for that to come out. I guess the only seasonal anime that I've continued to watch, even though I haven't watched the finale, which came out, I believe, earlier today, is Tower of God, which I know you dropped very early on. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, Tower of, I think Tower of God is fine. I, I think it's even good. I think it's ramped up to somewhere really good. It had some pacing issues in the beginning. Where I think its approach was very much like, we're going to throw you into the fire and let you figure things out. And I think eventually we figured out some of what's going on. But man, it really took its time explaining like what the world is and who these people are. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I, I don't know why I wasn't into it from the beginning. I was just kind of confused, and I kind of just feel like it's not, not that it's not new. Like, I don't expect every idea to be a great, innovative new idea. I just felt like I'd seen this show so many times in different forms that it wasn't grabbing me. Now, hold on, Mary. Are you telling me that there's a lot of other shonen shows about young male protagonists who chase their female love interest (sighs) and decide that they have to get stronger for their friends? Are you saying that's not a unique idea? I mean, I've only seen a few shows like that, but I think those shows have just stood out so much to me that I'm relating them in my head. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, so, and, yeah. <laughs> and then the last anime that I've been watching recently uh, is not a seasonal anime, but it's one that my Saturday anime group has started watching, and I did not expect to like it as much as I am. <gasps> it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You're liking it. I am liking it. Like, obviously, obviously it's a meme. 
right? Oh my god. It's so silly and so like it's so tongue in cheek and so aware that it's tongue in cheek. But despite that and maybe even because of it, I just think it's like pretty solid. I will admit I'm this is why I'm a D-list anime professional. I have only seen the first 3 episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And mm-hmm. there's like seasons upon seasons and like my friend, my one of my best friends, Murph, is obsessed with it. Like he loves it. He has a goo 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 um, bumper sticker on the back of his car. <laughs> like uh, so I I recommend it to people all the time without watching it because I know it's such like a phenomena. So I'm really happy that yeah. you're getting into it. And even in like in the first episode, you see a couple of the the big memes like the one of the biggest memes i know of is the whole like you expected x but instead it was me dio yes and that's the first episode Mm -hmm. so yeah that show like that show obviously is very well known now because of all those memes because of all that ridiculousness and like it's worth watching (laughs) because like it's as silly as those memes and then good in other ways so yeah, I would also recommend it. I've only watched, you know, I haven't even watched half of the first season. But I like what I've seen and so far. And which JoJo is this? So, um, the first season, like the first nine or ten episodes were all about Jonathan Joestar. Yes, that I've only but seen the that, first, like, three episodes of his. Right. Uh, that arc actually ended, and we are now following up with his grandson, Joseph Joestar. Yes. He is a great Jojo, apparently. He's a pretty good Jojo. Yeah. We've, I've, like, we only watched two episodes with him in it, so we're still forming opinions. Have you met Audio Speedwagon? Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's in the first arc. Um, I mean, you, there's you were talking so about... so many characters. You were talking about loving classic rock references. Here you are, thriving. Just... Just swimming in classic rock references. Uh, I forget uh, the the two companions of the the like guru from the first arc are like Daya and Stratos, which is just Dire Straits. Yeah. And as soon as I realized that, I was like, "This show is great." I'm head over heels. I also I think there's a character called ACDC too. If there is, we haven't met him yet, but I look forward yeah. to it. It's a good, I, I, I've always wanted to get into it, but it's just so much. It's always so much. I'm still, I'm yeah, it's, tr- it's a lot. I'm trying to catch up in freaking One Piece, which is like stupid. I'm on chapter 684 of 927. You're most of the way there. I know. I stopped, um, I stopped reading in college at 650. So... Thomas wants me to catch up before it reaches chapter 1,000. So I have like a year and a half, I guess. Yeah, but Thomas also isn't here doing the podcast with yeah, me. So, so really, how much say does he have over Screw it. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's basically been my life in anime. Um, okay, neat. Manga, uh, obviously, you know this, but the listeners may not. Um, uh, Mary and I engage in a like manga exchange where i'm lending her and her household copies of full metal alchemist right now and she's lending me literally everything <laughs> so i've been reading a lot of soul eater which i've never read before um i i am liking soul eater where i am now i think it had kind of a slow start i but... was nervous in the beginning when we were talking about it and you were like eh, 
I was like, oh no, please. Yeah, and then you turned around. I mean, I think, I think my comments were like, this, this is a manga for children. As though like most of the stuff I like isn't stuff quote unquote for children. <laughs> um, but like four or five volumes in it, even if it is for children, it started taking those children really seriously. It started being like, hey, let's deal with some serious issues. Let's deal with like grief and trauma and making new friends and how you overcome, you know, all that, all that stuff. And like its plot actually uh, went a few levels deeper than it was. And all of a sudden I was hooked. Yeah. And black blood. And black blood. I love how dark and creepy it gets. It gets so like borderline scary. And I love that. Yeah. And like I think I I might have mentioned this to you, but I really really dig its art style. Yeah. Like I I love that. I I don't know how to describe it. I, almost like punkish. I really like that punkish art style. I I don't know if that's accurate to call it that, but that's what I think of. So that's what I'm gonna call. It. Same um, um artist as Fire Force. Hey, I think we're gonna talk about that. In a little yeah, bit, but once we get to the topic of the week. I was interested in Fire Force because I knew it was from the mangaka who did Soul Eater. And just, if you go mm. back and you watch the first episode of Fire Force again, it just, like, screams Soul Eater. Like, stylistically. I'll have to do that. It's so... I, was, I remember I was watching it. I was going to visit my sister in the city, and I was watching the first episode of Fire Force on the train on my phone. And I was like, what am I... It's, I'm watching Soul Eater. Like when they're Soul when they're leader, but with more fire. Yeah, they're talking about like the whole like history of like the people. The, I felt like saying the burnish, but that's Promare. But like all that stuff, and it's like the skulls and like it's so Soul Eater, so funny. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so you also lent me some Trigun. So I've been reading Trigun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I read Trigun the first omnibus back in I think high school. Maybe it was middle school. And so when you offered, you know, when you when you said like, hey, what manga do you want? And you showed me your whole selection. I was like, Trigun. I do not remember Trigun at all from high school. Uh, but I like it. I like it so far. And then I think you also lent me Orange, which I haven't started yet. Oh, okay. I'm the best. Orange is great. You, again, swimming, just swimming in manga. There's a lot of swimming happening this episode. I, um... I have a lot of manga and it's such a personal joy to me because I was ostracized so much for so much for it as a child. Like I was so weird and I was so gross and I like sat alone at lunch and shit. And now I'm literally I had to buy two bookshelves in my room. So when I brought back my manga, I would have space for it because I'm giving it to friends. And I just I'm just giving books to people and then we're talking about them and it's like the greatest thing ever. Like I can't believe it. It's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, I had similar experiences throughout high school and it it's really good to like get past the era where people are super petty and just connect with people who share interests with you. I just love the fact that I've made adult friends. Like we don't know each other from school. We just like became friends as adults, which is apparently really hard and we're like trading comic books and it's fine. Like uh just like I I uh, like you Excuse me. These are these are graphic novels. I like you Orange. Orange is great. The Orange anime sucks balls. I don't know what they did. <laughs> I I read Orange uh junior year 
Uh, that's another story, but this episode will go too long. Um, I read Orange junior year of college, and I was like so touched and moved. It's sad. It's good. It it it's good. It's a. Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you the premise. Um, girl, in high school or whatever, uh, a transfer student comes in like the first day of like the second year of um, high school. And his name's Kakaru, and he's super cute. And they have an awesome group of friends, and they're like, Kakaru, why don't you, like, walk home from school with us? And he's like, okay. And the five of them, now six of them, become great friends. And, um, you know, there's a little flirting going on, and it's great. And then I think the girl's name is Naho. She gets home, and she finds a letter for her in the mailbox. And it's a letter from herself, 10 years in the future. And she's like, what? How did this happen? And she opens it, and it says, hi, like... I know this is weird. I know you just got back from hanging out with your friends. I know you just met a boy named Kakaru. Um, You need to prevent him from killing himself. Mm. And that's like the first chapter. Mm. Um, Man, I I love when manga and when equivalent anime like pulls a left turn like that at the end of a chapter and just hooks you. They're like, oh, I'm in. Yeah. And it's, so it's that, like, whole thing, and it's really good. And um, the anime, like, the the eyes were, like, not on model, and, like, they, they just made it look crazy, and it just fell so flat for me, and the colors weren't great. And I loved the manga, so I bought the manga, because I'm an adult now and I have money. And that's all of it. It's just the two big omnibuses, and then you're set. So um, enjoy. It's good. Excellent. It's a ride. I can't wait. Yeah. I'll finish up the trigon I have, and then I'll read Orange, mm-hmm. and I'll report back via Discord. Yeah, yeah. I don't I would, I don't know who else would have read slash watched Orange. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, and then real quick, you asked what's going on with my gaming life. Um, I'll just mention I've been, I always play a lot of games. I just recently bought and played and 100% completed Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is a very good Metroid game. Huh. And if you want to hear more about that, talk to me in Discord. I um heard mixed reviews about that, I think. About Fallen Order? I think so. Is that the new one? The newish one? It's a new-ish one, yeah. I think it's maybe one or two years old. Uh, well, I don't know. When was it released? I, I'm going to look it I up. I heard it was kind of glitching out. Oh, it's it got very glitchy at the end. Okay. But I had, oh, wow, it November 15th, 2019. So, yeah. like, six, seven months old. Uh, yeah, it was it was kind of glitchy um, at points. There, there was a point where they rode an elevator up to the top floor, and I kind of, like, jumped out the door as soon as it opened, and the world hadn't loaded, so I just fell <gasps> into infinity. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and, like... You know, I didn't lose any progress. I immediately reloaded and I was two minutes back and it was just funny. But and that didn't happen all the time. But yeah, it it had its bugs. It was still a really good game. Cool. Okay. Neat, neat. So yeah, that's been that's been life. That's been quarantine life with Ganon 11. Woo! Jojo and Star Wars. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of your favorite. What a great episode. (laughs) Uh, I'll talk about me. Um, yeah. Last night I watched an anime movie. 
on Netflix with my friend. We did one of those Netflix party things um, called Whiskered Away. It also has a longer um, Japanese name, which I will pull up for those who prefer to uh, know it by that name. It is. Uh, it was written by Mario Kata, who is um, very famous of Anohana fame. Um, it's called Nakitai Watashi wa Neko o Kaburu. So, uh, wanting to cry, I pretend to be a cat. <laughs> so, um, long story short, it was good. It was crazy. It reminded me a lot of um, Weathering With You. Not premise-wise at all. But, like, the movie starts, and you're like, okay, I've seen this movie before. I know what's going to happen. And then you cannot predict what happens for the rest of the movie. <laughs> It goes, like, off the rails in, like, a super fun and fanciful... It's kind of like a weirder The Cat Returns, if you've seen... It's like a mix of The Cat Returns and Whisper of the Heart. It's a mix of all different weird Ghibli movies. But um, it was good. I gave it a 7, as in... I'm still trying to figure out how to feel like feel about it, but it's great because there are so many cute cats in the movie. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And it, I do like yeah, cats. Yeah, the cat in the movie is adorable, and the main character is so cringy. Like, I suffer severely, severely from secondhand embarrassment. Like, I can't watch Seinfeld. I can't watch Friends. I can't watch a lot of movies because weird things happen, and I, like, have to leave the room, or, like, I just, like, spasm. It was so bad. And this girl is just crazy in this movie. And she's so embarrassing. And there was at one point, so I like watching anime because most of the time I'm watching it with subtitles. So if something's really awkward, I can mute it and still know what's going on. So I'm not missing anything, but it's kind of like an extra degree of separation. There was one point where I had to take off my headphones and hold them in front of the subtitles because I could not take what she was saying. Like it was just too much for me. But it was still very good. Um, a really nice coming-of-age story that starts off, like, as this cute little adventure and then just falls off a cliff and is crazy. But it's crazy fun. So, um, I recommend it. Don't expect it to change your life or be, like, great. But it's a it's a pretty cool movie. And I think it was just, like, two hours, so it's an easy... Oh, and the music was really good and the lighting was really good. Studio um, Colorido did it, and they're good at what they do. Hmm. So... I haven't heard that studio before. Uh, you totally have. Back to the internet. Yeah, tell me what else they've done. Yeah. Usually Thomas oh, is Oh, you ours. like them? Name their top three albums. What? Nothing. It's a dumb joke. Oh. What other stuff have they done? Um. Oh, you wouldn't have heard of them. Oh, they're doing um, Pokemon Twilight Wings. Hmm. I haven't watched Pokemon since I was in elementary school. Uh, um, Twilight Wings, it's like five episode, five minute episodes. It's um, like a, they're all free on YouTube. They're re getting released straight to the Pokemon um, YouTube channel. And it's just like little short stories placed in the world of Sh Sword and Shield. It's actually very well done. I'm like five episodes in and I'm really enjoying it. Um, but yeah, they do cool. a lot of movies. They did Typhoon Naruta in 2015, which I did not love. Um, that's on High Dive, if anyone's interested in that. They did Penguin Highway 2018, which I really want to see, because I heard it was super fun. And then they did Whisker Away. I feel like they did more than this, though. 
I'm going to jump onto my anime list quick. Um, my anime list. Right? But, best place to track your anime. But the, um, the movie was very good. Uh, I liked it. That's good. Uh, whiskered away. Even though it was horribly, cringily embarrassing. So apparently. she's like this. She's a girl with a rough, like, family life. So she's like, she doesn't want attention, but she has a crush on a boy. So she's just, like, throwing herself at him. And she just needs mm. to calm down. The girl needs to calm down. But, um... Okay, here we go. Um... By the way, my anime list. Hit us up with that sponsor. Yeah, right. Thank you for like doing my marketing for me. Yeah, you. I haven't heard <laughs> of any of this stuff either. <laughs> so we're on the same boat. Well, there you Sorry go. for wasting everyone's time. Um, That's okay. Besides that... What else have you been doing in anime list? Yes, besides that, I finished um, Arte. Arte. Yeah. yeah, Arte was fine. Here's the thing. Fine. Here's the thing. Arte was fine. However, it is the one thing this season I've kept up with. So that has to say something. Like, I could have been watching Fruits Basket. I could have been watching Wave Listen to Me. I could have been watching all the other stuff that I started and stuff. But instead, I just kept watching Arte. And I don't know why, because it wasn't that great. I think it's kind of um, listeners for me. It's like mindless TV that I could just sit down and be like... Mm. Yay, Italy! Don't fall in love with your teacher! <laughs> Yay, Venice! Don't you do it! Yay! Um, so, yeah, it was fine. Literally, it was fine. The end was cute. It was fine. For all the acclaim that the manga gets, I was surprised by how fine it was. <laughs> to be real. Um, besides that, um, let me check what else I've been watching. I started watching this, um, Korean, not Korean, this Chinese drama that has, it's called The Untamed, and it does have a two-season, um, anime, I believe, but my sister's making me watch the drama, uh, because she's into that. Um, so this is, like, live action? Yeah, it's real people. With, with real people? I can't believe it either, trust me. They... They do that? I know, right? Um, oh, a couple, maybe two weeks ago, my roommate and I, um, she watched, I rewatched um, from Up on Poppy Hill. It's a Ghibli film. Uh, 2011. Okay. It's directed by um, Goro Miyazaki, uh, Hayao's son. And Goro Miyazaki also did um, freaking Tales of Earthsea, which sucked. Um <laughs> From Up on Poppy Hill does not suck. It's a good movie. So that was What a ringing endorsement. Yeah. No, I really liked it. So I watched it sophomore year of college, and I only remembered one major plot point from it, and it's a very questionable plot point. So I've always wanted to rewatch it. And when I did, I was so pleasantly surprised that it wasn't, like, the worst thing in the world at all. It was just, like, it's one of those movies where there's not really a point. Like, there's not really a a major plot it's just snippets of this one person's life like throughout like a month or two of high school um and it's just so nice and it's like 1960s japan so the atmosphere is great it's on the water so there's nice boats and scenery and it's just a really like refreshing movie so i was very happy that i gave it a second chance sounds nice yeah um manga wise 
I'm reading Full Metal, um, Ran Fan Best Girl. I let me open up my app. I caught I finally caught up in Natsume Yujincho. I read a hundred monthly long chapters in three weeks. Get on that's, my level. That's a lot of reading. Holy cow. I love Natsume Yujincho and the last season of it came out in twenty sixteen. So it's just been a while. And then um a couple weeks ago, oh, I watched the Natsume Yujincho movie. Um, which I have the poster of right above my desk. Let me get the name from the poster. Um, Natsume Yujincho, Ephemeral Bond, can't read. Um, and it was really good, and it kind of, like, re-sparked, like, how much I missed it, so I just read the whole thing. But anyway. I missed it a little bit, so I did it all again. Yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. Now, I'm I'm blessed where I'm complaining that Natsume Jincho did not get a seventh season. <laughs> there are six seasons of Natsume mm. Jincho, and I started watching it in like 2013. So it's been a while since I like went back and hung out with my bros. So it was good. So I read that. Um, actually, yesterday I read the final chapter of Silver Spoon, which is the second manga by, uh, not the second, but the manga after Full Metal Alchemist that that author did. Um, Hiromi Arakawa. Yes. Uh, I looked that up earlier today. Oh, perfect. Did your research. Um, and Silver Spoon was good. It was cute. It got a little weird at the end. Just a little, but the anime is still amazing. And um, I'm sad to see it go. And I also started reading, I literally read... Um, all of it today. It's this really cute, really cute, bittersweet, amazing manga called um, If We Get Reincarnated, Will You Still Marry Me? Hmm. And it's about this, um, it starts with this old couple, the husband's in the hospital bed and the old woman is like holding his hand. And she goes, we had a good life, didn't we? Do you remember when? And it flashes back to different parts of their life. They've known, they knew each other from childhood and there's only... 13 chapters of it out right now so I I literally read it all this morning because my friend recommended it to me but it's so cute and nice and it flashes back to the forward to the it flashes back to the forward it flashes to the future and the husband's not doing well and you know he's about to pass away and then it flashes back again to like when times were so great and they were so in love and it's like it's a lot of emotions but it's uh sounds like sounds like up yeah sounds like the beginning of up it's literally... And if anyone has not seen that movie, like, that's a major compliment. Yeah. It's, uh, it's literal relationship goals, that manga. So, it was sweet. And I think that's it. I'm looking at my shelf. Nothing new. Um, yeah, so not great on the anime game. I'm gonna catch up in Fruits Basket. I'm gonna... I, oh, crap. I want to catch up and um, sing Yesterday to me so bad. Uh, when Thomas eventually decides to be my friend again, I, our next episode back, I want us to talk about the whole series because I know he was really into it, and I think that might be a draw for him. Like, if you catch up and watch all of Sing Yesterday to me, we could talk about it on the pod. I don't know why I'm trying to convince the co-host to do his job, but <laughs> it's 2020. Did you? Dr- I hope it'll yeah, work. Did you drop um, Sing Yesterday to me? I never started it. Hmm. Okay, that's fine. And I might want to, but I just haven't gotten around to it yeah, yet. Yeah, it's okay. It started out, like, kind of cool, and now it's a love octagon. 
ish. I think oh. I think it's gone. I think since I've watched it, it's died back down to a triangle. That's a lot of that's a lot of angles and vertices just eliminated last, from this yeah. geometric shape. The last couple episodes, like this one character would come from a character's past and be like, "Hey, flirty, flirty," and then just leave. So you're like, "What's going on?" But um, no, it was good. I know um, Bazzy watched it. Avocado's really into it. Um, I just have to finish it, and then we'll be there. But yeah, I think the the one show that you've been mentioning for the past several weeks that was seasonal that I might want to get into with Wave Listen to Me. Yeah, um, the thing is, I have not had the mental endurance to continue watching that show because. I sit at home all day at my computer doing work. And then I come back and I stare at a screen all day. And I've been trying not to do that. And since Sing, uh, Sing Yesterday to Me, since Wave Listen to Me is about a radio show and the voice acting so phenomenal and the main girl is, she deserves an award. She's so like in control of her voice and she talks really fast and things happen really quick and it's all dialogue. I just can't focus on the subtitles that fast for that long after working nine hours a day. Mm. Like I, so, so it's too good for you to watch. I, I do not have the mental capacity in my current living situation to watch wave. Listen to me. I want to give the show yeah. the time it deserves and I just physically cannot focus on it. Yeah. We'll have to find some time. Yeah. I'm like five episodes in. So, but yeah, it's, um, it's really interesting. So I would, based on the five episodes I saw, I would recommend. It's good to hear that you dropped it, not because it was bad, but you know, for other reasonable reasons. Yeah. I think that's why I just went to Arte because if I like missed like three minutes of dialogue, it's fine because nothing happens in that show anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh. But yeah, so, and then video game-wise, quick, I bought all three Persona rhythm games for $30. So I got each game for $10. I got P3, P4, and P5. I played P4 first because I haven't uh, ever played P4, so there's not... I mean, I haven't played it, but I've watched enough Let's Plays that I know everybody and I know the character relationship, so that was easy. Then um, I wanted to stream playing p5 dancing however it's hard to, when you're streaming you want to like talk and like whatever you cannot talk playing mm. a rhythm game so no you, it's very you difficult. need to focus and it's hard so i gave up on that um and then p3 i haven't beaten p3 yet so i haven't started p3 dancing but i have gone back to my original file of p3 and um i just want to apologize to all the podcast listeners because when while i was playing p3 for so long i was saying like i have a girlfriend i'm dating the manager of the swim team i'm in love with her this is great and i said it so much that i thought it was true and six months later i have gone back to my file and i am only at level five confidant status with the manager of the swim team Mm. we are not even close Mm. to dating and i was just saying like i just want to play p3 to hang out with my girlfriend i was like so surprised that i didn't even start dating her yet i was really disappointed well you just gotta get there yeah make it true i gotta keep playing but poor yuko one day i love you but yeah i'm playing p3 and then i'm gonna play Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 8. 
Final Fantasy VII, the original, yep. as opposed to the yes, remake, Yes, both right? the originals I'm going to play. And then I'm going to play You Inspired Me to play and stream Final Fantasy X. Let's go. Like... Even, even though I haven't ever tried Final Fantasy X. Oh, so you should not, and then just watch me play it. I've watched a lot of people play it, but Aww. I would absolutely show up and watch uh, a merry stream of Final it Fantasy It would be X. a good time, because I am obsessed with that game. Anyway, okay, let's, we're already 40 minutes in, but this can be a long episode because we haven't recorded an episode in like two weeks, so. Uh, Extra content, and I'm sorry, yeah, we're going to charge double for this episode, <laughs> let's see, double of free is, um, let me get the calculator Super app, free. it's free! Super free, I'm not going to apologize for it being long, so um, we're going to, since Thomas is in here, we're going to do one of his favorite episodes without him. We're gonna do summer previews. We're gonna do next season's summer previews. previews. Um, I've got my sunglasses on. I've applied sunscreen. I have my face mask ready. I'm ready for summer. I went home for Father's Day, um, and my parents opened the pool, and I literally swam five hours a day. Like my mom brought wow. me food, and I ate it in the pool. Like I love swimming. Oh my god! That's why I tried watching Free. It sucked, but I was in it for the swimming. Um, I love swimming, so I'm so ready for the summer. Living like a queen. Dang. Yeah, my parents are the best. Um, you know where I went for Father's Day? Your apartment. Nowhere. Well, your family's far. It's true. But, um, okay, so summer 2020. Uh, just to get it out of the way, we're going to quickly hit the anime that's returning that we kind of started slash wanted to watch but couldn't because of COVID-19. Um, for me, that's Shokugeki no Soma, Season 5, and Apare Ranman. Um, yeah, I think, and for me, that's going to be Apare Ranman. Yeah. I think one of my favorite anime double play moments of all time was the episode where I was talking about Apare Ranman to Thomas, and we were trying to figure out what the hell was going on with the time period. Yeah, I... I listened to that episode. I listened to your struggle. I listened to you guys. Was that the same episode where you guys wondered when the Civil War was? That was Thomas. I knew when it was. That was Thomas. When is the Civil War, Mary? Uh, 1861 to 1865. All right, good. Yeah. And I said, I think You've it's... You passed my test. And then he said, what did he say? He was like, did the uh, the gold rush happen in, the 19, in... in 1959 or 1859 or like whatever? 49. Yeah. And I was just like... 49, because the 49 Yeah, I was like, Thomas, please hang up and leave and never come back. But that was just so funny. Like, I listen to that sometimes. It's good. Anyway. Um, but, like, even even after all of that, like, you, you mentioned it takes place at... I think you said it takes place in the beginning of the Meiji Restoration era. Yeah. Is that... And, and you mentioned dates for that, which was, like, I think you said 1860 to 1870. Mm -hmm. And, like, as far as I know, yeah, trains are a thing there. Yeah. Cars are super not a thing. Steam-powered Until cars. much later. So, yeah. Apari Ranman is crazy. It's crazy. But, I love it. I don't love it. I was super into the idea of it, and now it's just, like, crazy. I think once the race starts, I'll be good to go. Um, but yeah. I was just kind of, like, I was just, there were, there were so many colors and so many characters, I think I just had to figure out what the hell was going on. But now I'm in. So, And plus, I think a lot of other people being really excited about it. 
um, gets me excited about it. And fun yeah, fact, I mean, the main guy from Whiskered Away, the movie I watched, is the voice of Apate in this anime. He's the main guy. That's cool. Yeah, well, I was looking him up because he did a very good job in the movie, and I was like, Apate Ranman, hmm. <laughs> so yeah, and then there's um, the seasonal porn, uh, Shokugeki no Soma. Not looking forward to this season. I feel like the show should have ended last season. It had like a perfect, amazing, satisfying ending. And the ending in the manga is known for being bad. And this is the final season mm. that's going to cover that very bad arc. So, yay. And so if you're adapting bad material, chances are yeah. it's going to be Say bad. with me. One, two, three. Teenage Brides. Woo! <laughs> Literally that. Can't wait. Yeah. I have watched... One episode, the first season of Food Wars, Yokugeki no Soma. And I don't think it's the show for me, but I'll be giving it at least a three-episode test when our Saturday group gets around to it after JoJo. The crazy thing about Food Wars is that it's crazy. However, I love the characters. All the characters, besides Nakivi, I, I hate her. Um, all the characters are really good and like the whole the main group of friends is great and i like care about them as people but everyone's naked but i care about like i i would have stopped watching it if i didn't i want i'm watching it cuz i want to know what happens to these people cuz i think they're good kids mm. and i think they're fun and i think they work hard and um i didn't expect a show to be known for its hentai kind of to like speak to me that way. So that's why I've stuck with it. So if you can get that attached to the characters, you might be able to um, get past the tentacle porn. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, big stretch. But okay, so we're going to jump in. So we've picked out from summer 2020, uh, the ones that have kind of stood out to us. And then we're just going to like, just run through the list and check if there's anything funny or stupid that we missed. Um, I have four that I'm excited for, yeah. which I feel like isn't a lot, and I feel like I'm missing some, but I feel like Haikyuu was supposed to be this season. It got delayed. Haikyuu? Yeah. Now Haikyuu, I think, is next year or in the fall. I don't know. But... Yeah. Sucks, but I I will wait for you. I will wait for you, my boys. It literally just started getting good, too. It did. But... Uh, so I I picked out three anime that like the the poster and some of the synopsis seemed kind of interesting. Okay. And then two movies. Oh. And so for, for a total of five, and of the of those five, two of them are like related to shows that I've already watched or I'm already watching. So really, only three things stuck stood out to me. Okay, I'm looking um, through the movies right now. I grabbed a movie, so I'm at one, two, three, four. I'm at five. But okay. let's do shows first. I wonder how many we have in common. This is like the game Thomas and I play. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I don't know you as well as Thomas knows you, considering I am not your twin. Very true. I'm a, so I, I won't try and guess. Okay, my first one I have is Decadence. Decadence is not one I clicked on, but I saw it. Okay, it's a cool poster. Um... Let's find out about it. Many years have passed since humanity was driven to the brink of extinction by the sudden emergence of the unknown life forms Godall. Those humans that survived now dwell in a thirty, uh, a three thousand meter high mobile fortress, the Decadence. 
built to protect themselves from the Gadol threat. Denizens of decadence, alliteration all day, fall into two categories. Gears, warriors who fight, and tankers, those without the skills to fight. Why are the ones without the skills to fight called tankers? I got nothing. One day, Natsume, a tanker girl, oh, it's about a chick, hell yeah, who dreams of becoming a gear, meets Surly Kaburagi, an armor repairman of the decadence. And then they do stuff. I didn't even know this was about a chick. I'm in. Subscribe. And her name's Natsume. And I love Natsume Yujincho, yeah. so I'm totally in. And that means it's going to be just as good as Natsume Yujincho. Except... By the by, the law of name similarities. I named um, my first Persona 5 file Natsume. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this sounds good. Um, it'll be a cool... Yeah, like, that's I think synopsis it'll be does a cool, sound good. Yeah, father-daughter relationship situation because the girl's young and the guy looks kind of old. Um, this chance meeting between the seemingly two opposites, the girl with a positive attitude who never gives up on her dreams, oh, and the realist who has given up on his will eventually shake the future course of this world. Dope. Um, fun yeah, sounds epic. Funimation has it. Mm, Studio Nut. <laughs> I don't... Do I know them? Now I feel like Thomas. I'm checking out the studios. Oh, um, Tanya the Evil. Fooly Cooly Alternative. And that's it. Hmm. Huh. Seems like maybe relatively new. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. I love new things. So... Cool. And that's, that'll be on Funimation, so we can totally check that out. You've convinced me. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, one more thing. I do not know the director. Okay, your turn. Uh, so I'll skip the second season of a show that I've already watched, and I'll Wait, read something new. But tell us what it is. Uh, I'm going to watch Fire Force Season 2. Oh, yeah. Or Enendo Shobotai, Nino Show. Could I just start um, watching the, Season 2? The synopsis two? of which... Let, let, me, let me read the synopsis for you. This will really help you get, get back into it. Second season of Enen no Shobutai. Oh, wow. That's it. That's really innovative. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know if you could just skip all of season one. The thing is, the, the back half, well, not really the whole back half, from like halfway through to about five-sixths of the way through, it was really good. And then the end got kind of weird again. Mm. But like... Talk about a show that has, when it's good, it's good, and when it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. Um, Animation. But good. I, I'm still. It looks beautiful. It sounds great. Um, the the opening to the second half of the first season is just straight up a metalcore song, and that's like my favorite genre of music. And I was into it. Um, but you know, a lot of just meh <laughs> episodes. But, like, it, it was still good enough that I kept watching it to the end, and so I'll keep watching the second season. So what do you think is better now that you've experienced both in in small bites? Uh, Soul Eater or Fire Force? It's been a while since I watched Fire Force. And, man, it's very difficult for me to compare manga to anime. Well, but you... Because, obviously, like, anime... I feel like anime does action scenes better... Just by the nature of it being animated, you can see the action happening. 
Um, I, I will tell you that like, I don't remember finishing Fire Force season one and saying I can't wait for the next season. But we talked earlier. I finished the last volume you lended me, uh, Soul Eater, and I said I can't wait for the next volume. So I'm probably liking Soul Eater. Better. Yeah, because I think when you have those two two different mediums, you have to judge by plot and character. Since that yeah. doesn't necessarily, ch- I mean, in some ways it changes through mediums, but um, the essence of the story cannot change if it's an adaptation of that story. So um, I am with you. Soul Eater rocks. Soul Eater pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay, now you can do your other one. I'm sorry. Okay, so yeah, this is uh, this is a season one of, from what I can tell, a new show, The God of High School. I have that one. I'm a little concerned about it, but you talk about it first. Synopsis. It all began as a fighting tournament to seek out for the best fighter among all high school students in Korea. Mori Jin, a Taekwondo specialist and a high school student, soon learns that there is something much greater beneath the stage of the tournament. I don't know, it's got like people making cool action poses in the poster. It's about a fighting tournament. Everyone loves tournament arcs. Sort of like the show is a tournament arc. Um, so like just based off the poster and based off the synopsis, I'm expecting an okay, not great show that'll be like it'll be like brain candy. Here's what I'm worried about. It's also a webtoon. Okay. And mm. I like webtoons. I've read webtoons, I've enjoyed webtoons. The only other webtoon they've done is Tower of God, which I dropped pretty fast. So I'm just curious to see. And I also think the main character is the kid from Digimon. Is that not the kid? He's just grown up. Is that not the kid from Digimon? He's just in high school. Yeah. You think he's going to Digivolve? You think this, the high school is actually just in the Digiverse? That would be more uh, motivation to watch it. (laughs) <laughs> um i'm gonna st- i'm gonna try it though it looks fun uh art style looks cool if it's still got that like sketchiness that the poster has yeah i haven't watched the uh the pv crunchyroll version which is linked here but crunchyroll will have it it's by studio mappa who does great work so uh we'll see what's up with that i'm looking at the voice cast no one's sticking out to me um Directed by uh, I, yeah by a, a Korean man, which will be awesome since it's a Korean property. So that'll be nice. Super cool. Looking forward Super to it. Super cool. All right. Next. What's next on your list? Next for me. I think I only have three shows. One ONA. Oh, yes. And Netflix got it. So I'll be able to see it. And um, the movie. So this is my last show. I don't actually... No, why I click this. I have Gibby 8. Gibby 8? Yeah, I also have Okay. In 2030, Japan. A virus has infected humans throughout the world. Did they mean 2020? Infected people (laughs) turn into different forms of monsters based on their ages, sexes, and races. The virus is named Gibia after being rich in variety like Gibia. Just then, a pair of samurai and ninja appear in such a blighted wasteland of Japan. They both traveled from the early Edo period, fighting together with help from a doctor who tries to find a cure for Gibeah. 
What? Facing ceaseless attacks from Gibeahs and outlaws that attack travelers for food, they start the dangerous journey that enemy with enemies all around them. So it's about like ninjas and samurai that come from the past into 2020 coronavirus Japan and just how did they get there? I'm in. I'm, I don't care. I'm not in. I'm in. I don't know if I'm in. And it lists it lists horror among the genres. Yeah. I don't know. I'll give it a shot. Like, look at that poster. It's got like demons and I know. stuff. They do not look like Edo Pier Well, Mary, suspend your disbelief. It's fiction. It could be really good. I'm in. I'll try it. I just love that sentence. Give it the three episode. Test. I just love that sentence. The virus is named Gibeah after being rich in variety, like Gibeah. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering if Gibeah is an actual word. It has to be. Uh, the only thing that's coming up it's is... It's a squid. A, oh, I found a maybe a variation of the Hebrew word meaning hill. Oh, uh, I searched Gibeah and a, a picture of a squid came up. So, oh, it's a kind of calamari. <laughs> Cool. So, so in 2020, <laughs> the coronavirus shows up and turns people into Calamari. squid, who are called squid because they are rich in variety, squid. like squid. <laughs> okay, now I'm in. We're watching it for the yeah. meme. The meme. Also interesting, I'm turning into Thomas, there are two studios on the bill, Studio L and Launch.Box, and I have not heard of either of them. So I'm going to open it up. And try to educate y'all. Wow, they've done nothing. They've done Gib- Studio L has done Gibeate, and they did a 2012 movie, uh, Gusko Budori no Denki, which is a fairy tale. And then there's hmm. Launch.box, who has only done Gibeate. So this is who knows what's going to happen here. Brand new, everyone. which is great and fun. I mean, this and Studio Nut. Let's go. New new kids on the block. Uh-huh. New people to the scene. Oh man. Something slow. I don't know. So <laughs> All right, you go. All right, so that was also my third show. So the only two I have left are a movie and an OVA. Um so the OVA I picked out purely based on the title is Kabukicho Sherlock OVA. And I picked it up because it said Sherlock, and I gotta be honest, I like Sherlock Holmes. Oh, have you seen like have you books. seen BB, BBC Sherlock? Uh some of it. I love that show. With with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. yeah, I've seen some of it. Um I remember being super into the first season, being kinda into the second season, and I don't even know if I watched the third season. I have one, two, and three on DVD if you want, but continue. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there is no synopsis for this. Yeah. No synopsis information has been added. Uh, the poster looks like a person standing in an alleyway. Uh, but it says Sherlock, so I'm interested. Kabuki Cho. That's it. Let's try and break this down. Cho is the ending for, like, street. I mean, the the thing with Mm. Japanese is that it can mean two million things. So I could be super wrong. But um, Kabuki Cho is kind of like 
to me, I'm reading it as a horrible, not very good Japanese student. I'm reading it as Kabuki Street. So maybe like the Kabuki District, there's like a crime or a mystery there. And they have this Sherlock character. Yeah, maybe. That would be my guess. But that's all I know. And there's no... There's no studios. There's no licensing. It comes out August 26th, and there's six episodes. This might not even get... Oh, that's, that's a while. Yeah, this might not even get subbed. Man, that stinks. We gotta see. I wasted a spot. No, I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's see. Kabuki... Kabuki Cho Sherlock Bundles OVA. Um, oh, the characters are literally called Sherlock Holmes, John Watson, and James Moriarty. I'm in. Um, I'm in. It might be a manga. Oh! Oh, I got you. I got you. So, Kabuki... Kab Kabuki Cho Sherlock, case file number 221 Kabuki Cho, is, um, it was an anime that ran for 24 episodes between October 12, 2019 and March 28, 2020, and, uh, this is, like, an OVA, like, side story based off this show. Okay, so maybe I should go back and watch the yeah. original. Yeah, see, I, I, I pulled a Sherlock, I did some research, and it's, uh, licensed by Funimation, so you should find it there. A brilliant deduction, Mary. <laughs> um, in Shinjuku Ward's East Side lies Kabuki Cho, a vibrant city of chaos that glows brilliantly with neon lights, but also hides unseen darkness. Does it have anything to do with Kabuki? Wow, they're literally looking for Jack the Ripper. All right. Well, let us know how that um, anime is. That's your homework. Dang it. It, yes, do, it do does. It does have a. It, it doesn't have a great. It has score. a six point nine. I was about to say. Well, six point nine is between fine and good. I've watched a lot of shows that I thought were fine. Touche. Okay, should I do the? So I'll give it should a Should I do the movie or should I do the ONA, which is also a movie, so it doesn't matter. Uh, flip a coin. Okay, we're gonna just do the one that I currently have open. So. Excuse me. This is Nihon Shinbotsu 2020, also known as Japan Sinks. So this is the new, um, if, let me double check before I lie. Yes, this is the new um, Masaki Yuasa film coming directly to Netflix. Um, heard good things about it. Shortly after the to Tokyo Olympics in 2020, LOL. A major earthquake hits Japan. Amidst the chaos, siblings Ayumu, I've always loved that name, Ayumu and Go of the Moto household, Muto household begin to escape the city with their family of four. The sinking Japanese archipelagos, however, relentlessly pursue the family. Plunged into extreme conditions, life and death, and the choice of meeting and parting, in the face of dreadful reality, the Muto siblings believe in the future and acquire the strength to survive with utmost effort. Um, Gosh, that sounds sad. So, I clicked this one because I've seen the trailer and it looks really good, and Masaki Yuasa, and it'll be on Netflix so I can watch it in, like, hyper-realistic HQ. High definition. But also because uh, when I had that really bad job two years ago where I just watched anime all day, um, I watched Magnitude 8.0, which is a crazy anime about 
what would happen if a magnitude 8 earthquake hit Japan? Um, and it, it's, it's not a great show. It was very good, but, um, just like the visuals and all that stuff, like kind of stuck with me. So I'm interested to see how these two, um, titles compare. And magnitude point eight was, um, eight was really sad. Yeah. It kind of sounds like Grave of the Fireflies meets that Pierce Brosnan movie, Volcano. Oh, okay. I think it was called Volcano. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, horrible things happening. Or like natural disasters happening. Good luck. Um, the show I was talking about is Tokyo Magnitude 8.0. I knew I was missing a, world, a word. But uh, okay. yeah, that's a... Wow, it aired in 2009. That was a while. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it then. But um, I'm really interested in this. Um, it's a movie, so it'll be quick. Done by Saru, which is, of course, uh, Yuasa Studio. So we'll see. That's all we can do. But, um, yeah, man, 2020, Tokyo Olympics. Yeah, between this and Akira and, you know, coronavirus, 2020 is not a great year. I can't believe, man, I can't believe Tokyo got the 2020 Olympics and Akira told the future and then it got canceled. Yeah. Literally insane. But I'm just looking at the rest of the staff. No one's sticking out to me. Like, I really know voice actors that well. So, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this, and I know it's going to be well done because it's Yuasa. So, bring it. I'm ready to cry. Your turn. Yeah. When I, I'm really bad at knowing uh, voice actors' names, but when I hear it, I can usually say, like, oh, I've heard that before. I've heard that in this show or this show. I do it a lot with dubs, and frankly, I do it a lot with, People who worked on the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Dub. It's really, I feel like it's easier in your own language. Like, and plus, dub yeah. casting is a lot less populated than I feel like Japanese casting is. Like, I feel like they yeah, ha- they get true. the same like twenty people for everything, um, which isn't true. But that's just how I feel. But um, yeah, like it's not twenty, but it probably is less than a hundred. Yeah, I would not be surprised. But I do, um, I find it a lot harder in Japanese, but when I do figure it out, I, like, throw myself a party. I love, like, discovering, like, oh, this sounds like so-and-so from this, and it's the Japanese people, and I get it right. I, like, have a small parade for myself. It's great. I'd like to, I'd like you to describe one of these small parades at some point. Uh, usually I call Thomas or John, and I go, (laughs) guess what? I think one time John is obsessed with Naruto, so he's really good at picking mm-hmm. out Naruto's uh, seiyu from literally anything she's ever done. And he'll just text me and be like, got her. I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> Another wild sighting. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so um, you have one more and I have one more? Or do you have two? So I actually, as we were talking, I picked out one more movie. So I have two more. Okay, so go for it. But that that's perfect. So the one the one I had picked out earlier, uh, to absolutely no one's surprise, Shingeki no Kyojin Chronicle. I... The compilation film will recap the anime's 59 episodes from season one to three. Ooh. I want to watch this, if not just... I Like, I either want to do this movie or rewatch the entire show before the last season airs. Theoretically in the fall. 
but we'll see what happens. Oh, I um, need to talk to Thomas about it. I want the next anime watch along to be Golden Kamui to hype us up for Golden Kamui season three. Golden Kamui! So I'm going to... It's so If good. I can ever get a second of his time, I'm going to... Um, I should just freaking do it. But anyway, I want to see... The, th- the only thing with anime movies is that you never know when you're going to get them. Yeah. Because I looked, it's not licensed yet, so. Although it has an air date of July 17th, but I guess that's in, in theaters, Japan. Yeah. Mm. But. All right. Traveling to Japan. I wish. I would have. No, I would have yeah. been there after it, but I canceled my trip. Yeah. yeah. The Gibia. All right. The Gibia. So rich in <laughs> Gibia. Gibia, ruining my my vacation. Okay. All right. Let's move on. What's the last thing on your okay. list? Okay. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. It's called Chica No O. The post. Oh, that's the one I picked up. Oh, really? Out. Yay. Yeah. Uh, I think it means Deer King or like King of the Deer. It's just a picture of a bridge. Um. Man is the head of a group of soldiers who expected to die fighting for their lands against a large empire looking to incorporate their home into its kingdom. Instead of dying, however, Van is taken as a slave and thrown into a salt mine. Love it. One night, a pack of strange dogs attacks the salt mine, and a mysterious illness breaks out. During the attack, Van takes the opportunity to escape... And he meets a young girl. I feel like they're just telling me the movie. Elsewhere, (laughs) rumor is spreading that the only immigrants are coming down with this mysterious illness. Gibeah! The medical scientist Hossel risks his life to search for a cure. Doctors who... Doctors also study a father and child who seem to have survived the illness. The novels tell the interconnecting stories and bonds of those who fight against cruel fate. There's a lot happening, and there's no sign of deer. There is. Who's the deer king? Who knows? Huh, look at the character. Maybe the the strange dogs are strange because they're actually deer. It's based off a novel, which is cool. Um, scroll down, look at the characters and voice actors section. There's no, nobody cast, but the, uh, character designs look cool. Yeah, and one of them is a deer. Yuika? Oh, I love her. If it's a girl. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. If it's... I'll watch it. If it's done right, I'll watch it. Production IG, so it'll look good. Um, Comes out... September 18th, not licensed. So, in the post. So, we're going to be waiting yeah, a while. That's for a good poster. How does September count as summer? Um, The fall season. Well, one, summer goes to like September 24th or whatever. Yeah, I know it like technically does, but I don't know. And then two. I always think of summer as June, July, and August. Two, um, October, October usually starts the fall anime. So, it's not in October. But, yeah. Well. I'm with you. I also feel like September is fall. So. But, yeah. So, we kind of tied at the end. Go team. All right. We we had a we had a couple repeats. We had the Shika no O, um, Decadence. Well, you, you convinced me on Decadence. But, yeah. We got we got a couple in common. Um, a couple other notable things that we haven't talked about because we're not watching them. Um, Ray Zero Season 2. I know basically the entire internet is super hyped for that. I watched the first episode of Ray Zero with Thomas. 
and I just didn't like it. I It was like a 45-minute episode, too. It was like one of the long ones. However, I am aware that it gets better, so I'm really excited for everyone. I know they've been waiting a lot while, and I wish you guys the best of luck watching Ray Zero. Also, the second season of Sword Art Online... Sword Art Online Alicization, which uh, isn't great. So have fun with that. What? A- but second season. Second se- Real quick, uh, the, the only anecdote I have to share about Ray Zero, um, I have a somewhat tenuous connection to one of the voice actors in the English dub. Um, his name is Sean Chiplock, and the, the connection is that he also did several voices in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, cool. But every time he tweeted about, like, having a voice in Ray Zero. So, I I read RE Zero as Resident Evil Zero. Oh. And I was like, oh man, they're doing, like, a movie or an anime based on Resident Evil? That's great! I can't... Oh, it's, it's not. It's very different. It's completely different. L-O-L. So. So, oops. Can I just read you this one um, summary? Because it sounds hilarious. Read it this to is Ko- End to the internet. This is Koi Toe producer, Evil X Love. <laughs> a girl inherits a company that is almost bankrupt from her late father. Lacking the funds, she must now become the, the producer herself in order to save the company from collapse. During her work, she meets four boys. <laughs> Financial expert Zen, the idol Kira, police officer Haku, and leading neuroscientist Simon, and is suddenly involved with the conspiracies and mysteries over the existence of special powers known as Evol. I wonder if Evol is related to Gibeah. Right? So, man, the the crazy thing is these shows were made, obviously, like, before coronavirus because production for anime is long. They really got, like, the infectious disease thing on point. Yeah. Well, you know, suddenly, anyway, I don't want to end the episode talking about coronavirus. Yeah, so. I also don't mean... Topical is topical. I also don't mean to make fun of it. I know it's serious and sad. But, boys, hot anime boys... We've got financial... And not just any hot anime boys. Fin- yeah, go financial ahead. Financial expert, idol, police officer, and leading neuroscientist. Gosh, what a boy I band. I love it. I love it. You should see the poster. Um, Scroll down for the poster. I'm, I'm looking at the poster. What a boy band. It looks like the cover to Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> what a boy band. Like, just from an art perspective, that... That actually does look like a pretty good poster. And it, it it does look like a boy band album cover. On point. It's like they missed Abbey Road by a few feet. There it is in the <laughs> background. That was good. Uh, let me just hit the special tab. Anything special? Uh, no. Oh, here's a um, here's an anime special called 22 over 7 colon 8 plus 3 equals question mark. <laughs> Uh, that first of all, you didn't finish the first math equation. Second of all, it's eleven. I figured it out. I'm clicking this. It's the it's an extra episode of an anime, which means this anime. Oh, the prequel is twenty two over seven, and the sequel is twenty two over seven. Eight plus three equals question mark. Gosh, that's a bad title. 
Oh, God, this looks crazy. I'm falling into a rabbit hole. I'll stop after this. Miyu Takigawa views the world pop up from behind the safety of her bangs, content with peacefully passing unnoticed through life, reserved and timid, blah, blah, blah. Um, she has the support of her mother and little sister. It is a shock when a letter arrives from the entertainment company Gip announcing that she has been chosen as a candidate. Oh, it's an idol anime. <laughs> Well, oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, I've heard of this. I heard it. It's not. Uh, it's a six point eight. I don't know. I don't get into idol anime, so who's to say? I've been watching a live streamer play Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which is an idol video game. Oh, and man, that's weird. There's an actual group called Twenty Two Over Seven. Sally Amaki, I know her, and this anime is based off them because all the girls there we go. have voices. That makes sense. Okay. There's the real connection. Oh, and this is an adaptation of 22 over 7 plus alpha. It only gets worse. <laughs> so. Like, this, is, this isn't this is a title. This is just calculus. So much math. So much math. Anyway. I guess we're going to end on that. All right, everyone, <laughs> your homework is to calculate 22 over 7 and 8 plus 3. Get back to us by the next episode. Which, who knows when that'll who, be? Who knows when that'll be? Um, we'll figure something out. You might be um, temporary co-host while Thomas gets his life together. I mean, but I'll, maybe, you know, oh, no. I was going to say I could catch up in Fruits Basket and we could talk about that, but you're not caught up either, technically. So we'll figure something technically, out. Technically, no. But um, guys, thank you for being patient during um, this quarantine time. I think this is our ninth episode in quarantine, which is crazy. Eight or nine, I, I think it's nine. Um, but we appreciate you and we hope you guys are safe and well and happy. And um, thanks for putting up with our like erratic schedule slash we're not even watching that much anime. So you guys listening to us really means a lot. Um, Gannon, thanks for chilling. I know it was last minute, but you the man. Yeah, it was always fun. Always fun to hang out and talk anime. Cool. And if I'll just give one more plug, it's always fun to talk anime, and you can do that with us in Discord. Yeah, join the Discord. It's fun. It's been a little quiet, but life's crazy. But um, it's fun. We have really good anime memes. If people aren't in the Discord, but they're listening to this and they want to join, how can they get an invite? Uh, they it is there's a invite that does not expire. Um, pin to our Twitter account, um, which is at Anime Double Play, or you can email us at Anime Double Play at Gmail, and um, I would be happy to give you one. And thank you for being our best source of marketing, Gannon. I appreciate it. All right. That's why you pay me the big yes, bucks. And, and if you're in the Discord, invite your friends. They don't even have to listen to the podcast. They can just hang out with us. I should do like a throwback um, Discord Pictionary game next week. Man. That was fun. That'd be yeah. fun. But all right, guys. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. This was episode 151. Gotta love Mew. Thank you so much. And we will catch you on the flip side. Remember to wash your hands. See you later. Wash your hands. Wear your masks. Bye, everyone. <laughs>